The Vision app is the best place to find a growing range of on-demand audio for the whole family. Your kids or grandkids can listen to the popular radio drama Adventures in Odyssey and two-minute Bible stories called Quick Sticks whenever it suits you. Whether you're in the car for a few minutes or for a longer trip, these two programs will keep the kids entertained. New episodes are added every weekday in the free Vision Christian Media app. If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash app. Vision.org.au slash app. Vision. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. And it's my privilege to welcome to the airwaves a good friend, Greg Bondar from uh, from Family Voice Australia. How are you doing, Greg? Really well. Delighted to be here, Matt, and um, you've had a good break by the looks of it. <laughs> Mate, I've had too much of a good break. I'm trying to remember which button to press in here, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave that to you. <laughs> <laughs> and, mate, how's your health? You've been well? Have you been in isolation? Have you, have you had COVID? Uh, what, look, what's the story? Yeah, look, my wife and I, we were close contact just before Christmas, and uh, we had to then urgently get tested so it meant we were out of action over Christmas missed out on our family my granddaughter so it was just my wife and I sitting in uh, in our lounge room for five days until we got all the all clear so a bit of a dampener but uh, thank God we're um, negative yeah oh good to hear mate one of the only times in life it's good to be negative yeah. hey? <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> glad to hear you're doing well now mate we always love to tackle some hot topics with you and the Beijing 22 Olympic Winter Games begins on the 4th of February and there's going to be a lot of uh, talk about you know the the communist regime and their dislike of Christianity what's the latest there Yeah thanks Matt look this is going to be a real issue as far as I'm concerned as a Christian and so should everybody else that's um uh, listening to your program because what one of the things we've got here now we've got to make it clear when I'm I'm not complaining about the Chinese. I'm complaining about the Chinese government and their behaviour, in particular in the areas of human rights uh, issues and, and abuses. Now, just for your information, <clears throat> you know, I, I had a look at the record of Chinese over the last year or so, and they've had abuses highlighted, you know, by the genocidal campaign against the <clears throat> Uyghurs, uh, the crackdown on Hong Kong uh, democratic marches, and then, of course, most importantly, which you, would, which you would have seen on the tennis last week, was Pong Shua being, uh, you know, no one's heard of it. No one's known what's happening. Yeah. So the Chinese government has been fairly active in silencing people, in persecuting people. And as Christians, we've got to take note of this because China's got an abysmal human rights record. And I tell you what, if, if we turn a blind eye to this, it's going to have an impact on Christianity for many years to come, Matt. Now, we should just unpack that a little bit. You mentioned the, the Ouija's, um, yep. which is a uh, um, an estimated one million Ouija Muslims yep. who have been detained in re-education camps. Um, it's pretty yeah. extreme, isn't it? Oh, look, it, it, it's outrageous. And again, it doesn't matter who they are in terms of... We're talking about people. We're talking mm. about, you know, people that are whether you're Muslim or Christian or, or, you know, what, what ethnicity you're from, the Chinese government has absolutely got a lot to answer for here, with an estimated one million being detained in re-education camps. Now, that's just not on, you know, and, and what's the world doing? What's the world media doing? Nothing about it, because they don't want to offend China, 
because they've got commercial agreements or they've got commercial contracts. And you know what? That says a lot about people's ethical and moral values when it comes to human rights abuses. You know, mm. you know I've got a good friend who runs a Bible study uh, for in Mandarin with a number of Chinese people that tune in on, online. And uh, yeah. a lot of these Chinese Christians have said that they've had uh, so much, you know, the great firewall of China, you know, so, so much of the mm. internet has been limited. And, you know, even when they try and go on these preaching, uh, you know, Zoom calls, um, yeah. they often get cut off. And um, they even said that the, at the local beach where they live, uh, they've had, uh, you know, the police there with loud hailers saying, don't talk to any Westerners, don't connect with it, you know, yep. like really trying to, and there's been a lot more severe persecution against churches over there. Are, are you hearing Absolutely. similar stories? Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm uh, interestingly enough, Matt, I've had people come back to me, and in China at the moment, the churches, we're talking about the Christian churches here, you know, they have been instructed to remove the, to remove the cross from the church and replace it with, guess what? the picture of the president, you know, oh, my goodness. or the premier. So that's what they've got to do. But more than that, if they don't abide by the Chinese government's uh, philosophy, they don't get funded for certain things. So there's a real persecution, both economic persecution, physical persecution, and, of course, spiritual as well, in the sense that, you know, they are out to make sure that Christianity does not flourish. But in point of fact, behind the scenes, it is one of the fastest-growing Christian countries that I'm aware of at the moment, Matt. Yeah, it's an incredible revival in the, in the underground church, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, the, you know, the Australian government, US, Britain and Canada have all uh, decided to have a diplomatic boycott of the Games in Beijing. Uh, is there any risk of any athletes being detained if they speak up with their political opinions? Yeah, now that's interesting because the IOC... The International Olympic Committee has made it clear that, and, and which is interesting because uh, they are saying that Australian athletes are free, or any athlete is free to express their political opinions at the Winter Olympics. However, there will be certain punishments if they step out of line. Now, that's a big certain step out of line. That's a very broad definition. The issue here, Matt, is that if the Chinese decide to de detain somebody, then you've got a real battle on your hands trying to get out of it because what they do is apparently 99% of people that get arrested, for want of a better word, or detained, have very, very difficult uh, times of getting out of that, uh, out of that uh, communist regime detention. So, you know, it's interesting. They are free to speak, according to the IOC, but as Richard Colbeck said, by all means say it, but be respectful. And I think we should be respectful to certain cultural, um, you know, um, protocols and what have you. So, yes, speak out, but be careful what you say. And, you know, I've heard you speak a lot, Greg, over the years. And I know you always love to get back to God's word in, in whatever your, uh, your opinions are. You always come back to God's word. And, you know, you look at that scripture that says, you know, give Caesar mm. what is Caesar's. Uh, you know, how, how would you apply that to, to this context? Well, I'm glad you mentioned that, Matt, because I'm actually writing a book about church and state. I'm going to, because I've, this is such an issue. And what I've, the way I see it, and I'm happy to be corrected by anybody, you know, give Caesar what Caesar is due is correct. You know, we are, in, we are obligated to pay our taxes, respect the laws, but up to the point where it conflicts with my Christian faith, my Christian worldview. 
So in that regard, the way I see it is, by all means, abide by the government laws, give Caesar what is due to the government, pay your taxes, up to the point where it, you know, conflicts with your faith. In other words, I, I, I protested last year against the uh, euthanasia bill, abortion bills. I've, I've, I went and represented Family Voice on Parental Rights, where our faith is attacked or undermined, then I believe every Christian should stand up and be counted. So that's my interpretation. And, you know, you've got Romans 12 as well that will help you out. But um, one of the things in Romans 12, you know, Matt, is never pay back evil for evil. So we've got to be very careful on how we react to bad or abusive governments. Yeah, it's so important to make sure that we make our voice heard in a godly way. Correct. Um, you know, one of the saddest things I see is on, on social media, you know, Christians getting on and saying all sorts of terrible, terrible things yeah. uh, to try and prove a point um, when, you know, the Bible says to speak the truth in love. You know, we've got to make sure yeah. we're, we're honourable in the way we speak the truth, don't we? And absolutely. And, and, and biblically, you and I both know, what does the Bible say? What does God say? Leave it to me. I will make sure that the revenge occurs according to my timing my um, assessment. So God is very good. He will, he will, you know, take action. So we've got to take bear that in mind. But, but Matt, we've got to also make sure that, please, as Christians, we just can't sit in our lounge room and say, oh, that's terrible. I think we do have to speak out in the public arena. We do have to m- make our voice heard, as long as it is within keeping of the local laws, the land and what have you. So for the, Chinese, for the athletes in Chinese Olympic Games... I say speak up, but be respectful and make sure what you say is not going to end you up in detention. You know? Yeah. And, you know, I nearly fell off my chair um, a few years ago. I was watching a documentary on the ABC TV, Greg. This is ABC TV, and they interviewed a Chinese Christian house church leader. Right. And they put this to air. I couldn't believe it. And, and they actually, the guy actually said, whenever we're persecuted, we grow. Whenever we're yeah. persecuted, we yeah. grow. Whenever Correct. we're persecuted, yeah. we grow. And I was like, wow, the ABC put that to air. I was so impressed. But you know what? Um, it's, it's, it's the same thing in the book of Acts, isn't it? As soon as they were persecuted, they were spread, and then the yeah. gospel grew. Um, that yeah, is absolutely. happening in China, isn't it? Even though there's more persecution there, the Christians oh. are rising up, aren't they? Well, you mentioned the underground Chinese movement is incredible. Their Christianity is growing. Um, and 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 they are persecution. I think that gives you more in, in, incentive. But interesting, you said it was the ABC, Matt, because the only time I listen to the ABC is the classic FM radio or the cricket or the cricket. Anything else gives me heart palpitations. So um, uh, you know, I, I might have to turn back to the ABC. I think. Well, it was a few years ago, and I was surprised they aired it. But my, my concern, whenever I watch the ABC, is that. My TV leans to the left so far, I'm worried it's going to slide off to the uh, hit the ground. But anyway, uh, I, I digress. Uh, mate, it's so good to hear uh, about um, your opinions about China. And I just want to say, too, I've met with some pastors in mm. Australia recently, in Brisbane recently, uh, to, to start pre- preparing for the Olympic Games yeah. coming up in Brisbane. And, you know, churches always try to make sure they get together and do some big evangelistic thrust uh, whenever yep. there's an Olympics on in a, in a city. Um, and I, we, we probably haven't heard much, but I have no doubt that there'll be Christians in China that are looking to evangelise during uh, these upcoming Olympics. So we'll have to keep China in our prayers, huh? Hey? Mm, absolutely. Look, I'll be putting out a press release later this week before the Olympic Games opens in you know, the Winter Olympics because I think our voice needs to be heard. 
that the Chinese abuse of human rights cannot go unnoticed. Amen, amen. Now, something else you've been writing about, Greg, is about 2022. Uh, 2022. Will this be the year that we fight back on woke and cancel culture and political correctness? What, what do you think? Is, is this our year, yeah. mate? Yeah, it has to be, Matt. Look, I want to apologise to your listeners or, or just make an explanation. Look, I, I keep going about woke, cancel culture, political correctness, but I have to let everybody know that this is going to dictate the way churches, mums and dads, families are going to operate in the years to come unless we do something about it. Now, listen to this, Matt, very quickly. The universities, again, you know, we're, we're going mad here, but the universities have now got all sorts of you know, um, uh, uh, um, uh, sort of policies or what have you. But one of the things now is that according to the latest news, all right, Netflix, for example, is now actually uh, taking shows off TV that are politically incorrect due to the Black Lives uh, Matter movement. Uh, words are now not allowed to be used. Now, listen to this. This is the University, University of Washington has put out a, uh, you know, a, a policy and it says that words like man-house can't be used, housekeeping can't, can't be used. You can't use the word lame because everybody, you know, it, it, it's banned. Uh, and you can, Now, listen to this. This is terrible. The University of Washington has said that the sporting teams cannot use the colours for their jerseys, red, white or yellow. Oh, my goodness. They will, as they have racist images for goodness sake you wow. know, we are making an issue out of something that's not an issue and we're going to have to stand up again Matt because political correctness has just gone mad and the universities are driving it unfortunately wow and you know it's just becoming a minefield uh, these days whenever you're trying to have a conversation with someone and you, you don't want to use the wrong word. You don't want to offend them because there's, you know, I've, I've chatted to people like that before. And, you know, particularly as a pastor as well, you know, you, you get some people yeah. that have this, uh, you know, that one, one day they'll probably try and be in our preaching, uh, Greg. Do you think that's the next thing? Well, that's going to come up in a moment. We're going to talk about that in a second. But here, here is some, I mean, imagine you, and I, I was preaching on Sunday, actually, on 1 Corinthians 12 about gifts and how we use them as the body of Christ. So it's fascinating. It, uh, you can actually see that on, uh, on the YouTube if you're interested. But here, here is some more words for you, Matt. Yeah. You cannot use the word minority anymore because yeah. that implies less than. Oh. You can't, and, 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 and I'm a sort of a, uh, I did law at university as well. You can't use the word, phrase, grandfather clause. Now, you and I both know what that means, a grandfather clause, right? Mm, yeah. But you can't use that word anymore, according to the latest university dictum, because some people didn't have grandfathers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and you can't use the word man in the middle anymore. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. And, and you cannot use no can do, because the new philosophy is people can do anything they like. So really, you know, this has got to be the year that we fight back on this woke cancel culture political correctness rubbish and and in this regard you know i'm going to make sure that uh, this issue is raised sometime during this year as we as christians have to stand up because you will not be able to stand in your church matt in the years to come and and, and we need to talk about that next <clears throat> well that's interesting you know there's been pastors that have had sermons taken off youtube recently tell us about that yeah absolutely a pastor in america has just had his sermon taken off youtube because 
it was declared to be hate speech as it didn't mention or it wasn't pro-homosexual. Now, this is very interesting because Dr. MacArthur, who's a, who's a well-known preacher in the US, was saying that we are either double X or XY. That's how God made us as male or female. Uh, this is determined genetically and physiologically uh, by science and reality. And as a result, YouTube said, wow, this is anti-LGBTIQA. Now, the reason for this is because the churches in Canada have come up and said, we are not going to accept this new legislation coming out of Canada called Bill C-4, which will make it a criminal activity. Okay, Christians could be prosecuted if they speak the biblical truth. So there you are, Matt, or me, preaching next Sunday, and we happen to teach about homosexuality or, 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 or transgenderism or whatever it might be, we could end up jail if we were in Canada. And this is, has to stop because if it comes to Australia, goodbye the sermon on a Sunday that wants to teach biblical morals and ethics, Matt. Wow. And, you know, you and I both know there are several Bible verses that are very clear about homosexuality and sexuality yeah. uh, that uh, you could teach through. So does that mean the Bible's going to be banned one day, Greg? Is that the next step? Well, I've mentioned this to Neil some time ago that uh, I'm afraid that that's where it's going to be headed because if we sit back, remember, evil prevails where good men and women fail to act. In other words, I'm telling you now this, Matt, and I want you to note today, January 2022, that this is the way it's headed. They're going to, they being the, the left-wing loony mob, they're going to make sure, try to silence the church through sermons on a Sunday or whatever day because it is anti-left-wing ideology. And we've got to be very careful, Matt, that uh, we don't let this come to fruition because uh, our sermons are at risk. And uh, some 4,000 ministers in Canada have declared that they're going to keep preaching against this bill in Canada, which really is against the church and Christianity in the whole. You know, I, I watched a great movie on this topic recently called God's Not Dead, We the People. Have you seen that yet, yep. Greg? Yeah, I know of it. I've felt it, yeah. Yeah, so it's the fourth, uh, you know, uh, fourth uh, movie in the, the series. Series, yeah. And uh, it's basically about a, a family in the U.S. who were homeschooling their children and teaching mm. them Christian values. Yep. And they were taken to court and the, they took their pastor with them and at the end of the movie, he gives this incredible speech. And the whole theme of it is that, you know, if we get our freedoms taken away, mm. they're very hard to get back. And that's Absolutely. why we need to be speaking up and holding on to our freedoms. So I encourage you to check that out. God's Not Dead, We the People. It's on digital now. Uh, but it, uh, it really inspired. I watched it with the kids, and we, it, we had a great yeah. discussion um, after, after the movie about making sure that we do speak up because a lot of Christians won't speak up. And they'll think, oh, you know, we'll get attacked or, you know, but... You know, that's part and parcel of being a Christian. You get persecuted when you, when you speak it, up for the truth. It. Yeah, so. I, I think you make that point. You know, we will be persecuted. And actual fact, I am pleased if I get persecuted because that means that I have hit a raw nerve. I have got to those people that are not allowing me. You know, one of the things, Matt, is everybody wants to be inclusive, but the problem is Christianity is not included in inclusive language. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, so they, they, they're, they're contradictory in their own uh, ideology, Matt. Mm -hmm. Now, Matt, you've got uh, an event coming up on Monday, March yeah. 7. Tell us about that. 
Yeah, this is very important, actually, Matt, because it's going to be called The Age of Innocence and the Child Pornography and its Impact on Families, Churches and Parents. Now, I've got some disturbing news here because, quite frankly, child pornography is absolutely rampant at the moment. And uh, my wife's a school teacher. She tells me, you know, she's at an all-girls school. And girls actually are worse than the boys in this regard. Matt, we've got to be very careful as parents, as grandparents, as, as, as church leaders or whatever the case may be for your circumstance. But we have to make sure that we get our children away from this pornography. The age of innocence, there is some legislation around in Australia on this issue, but come and join the webinar Monday, March 7th, and it's on our website to to have a look at when the time comes. Yeah. And what's the website to go to? Uh, familyvoice.org.au. Fantastic. And I love seeing your updates on Facebook, and I get your uh, emails as well. Uh, certainly worth checking out. Family Voice Australia. Greg Bonda, it's always a privilege to catch up. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Matt, and God bless. God bless you, mate. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.